This is Indie Business Podcast, Episode 76. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I'm your host, mentor, and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO at Indie Business and the lead mentor at the Indie Business Incubator. My goal is to help you build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. In this episode, I interview Kiara Fritsch of Pure Body Nantucket in Nantucket, Massachusetts. Since graduating with honors from the Natural Product Manufacturing Program at the American College of Healthcare Sciences, Kiara's mission continues to be to provide effective organic and plant-based skincare products using great quality ingredients. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 76. And now let's welcome Kiara Fritsch of Pure Body Nantucket in Nantucket, Massachusetts. Kira Fritsch of Pure Body Nantucket. Welcome to Indie Business Podcast today. Thank you so much, Donna Maria. Now, Kira, one of the things, obviously, we know that you're in Nantucket. Um, and so, you know, it's so fascinating that you have that lovely part of the country in your brand name. Tell us a little bit about the background and how you landed in Nantucket and how your brand sort of fits into that idea. So I came to Nantucket in 1994. Um, I left a job that I really did not enjoy and I needed to try something a little different. Um, I was young, I was 22. And um, I think there was a little touch of running away from uh, a broken heart at the time for my first ever real boyfriend. So it was the perfect opportunity for me to spread my wings. My sister was coming here with her boyfriend and I just thought, you know what, a little island off the coast of Massachusetts just sounds fantastic for a summer. So came here, um, instantly loved it, loved the feel, the vibe. Of course, the weather was gorgeous. I was used to Ireland where, you know, it rained a lot. Um, and so instantly kind of felt like I fit in and uh, uh, you know, applied for a job um, that I really loved. I actually got a job working, um, it's kind of an unusual job. I started working at an auction house that sold antiques. Um, and the reason why I bring that up is that that's where I actually met my husband. I met him about six weeks after I had arrived on Nantucket. And so um, I just loved the, the feel and the vibe of being here. Um, it certainly was not where I thought I would end up when I left Ireland um, in 1994. But um, I love the sense of community here. Uh, when I was coming up with the name, I wanted the name Nantucket in my brand, um, just because it is such a special place for a lot of people. A lot of people come here on vacation every year. Um, and also, um, I just wanted the, the feel of my products, especially the colors, to evoke that sense of uh, maybe a little bit, a bit of the beach, the sun, 
especially the water. Water is obviously huge being on an island. We're surrounded by it. So, um, yeah, I think it all just kind of played into the name and the mm -hmm. color, the packaging, the ingredients. Yeah. Well, it sounds like, like, what a perfect journey, right? Your heart's broken, you go to a new <laughs> yeah. city, and then suddenly yeah. your heart's not broken anymore after a few yeah. months. That's a really wonderful story. Um, so tell me a little bit then about how the business actually started. So you're working at an auction house, you're in a place that you love, you have fallen in love, you're with your sister, life is grand, yeah. and was something missing and you had to start a business? So what happened was I didn't, before I had left to go to the States, I actually had spent six months doing um, an aromatherapy course with a very well-known aromatherapist and clinic back home with the thoughts of possibly going into massage therapy. Um, I quickly discovered I loved aromas and I loved essential oils, but the massage side of it, I, I just couldn't see myself going that route. So um, I actually, when I arrived on Antucket, I did kind of put that aside for several years and I worked in the hospitality industry uh, for many years actually. And then um, when I had a big birthday around 40, <laughs> I suddenly decided, okay, times, things are changing. Uh, I did have a job that I loved, but I felt at that stage I was working for a catering company, uh, working in the planning uh, side of it, doing these big events. And I just felt like something was missing and I needed a complete another change. So I started to look around for um, a school that I thought I could study with. So I contacted my um, teacher back home in Ireland and I said, I really don't know where to start. Where would you look to go to school if you want to do an online course? and to, you know, to develop a brand um, of skincare products. Mm -hmm. And then she mentioned a school to me in Oregon called the American okay. College of Healthcare Sciences. Um, awesome. So I did a course with them called Natural Product Manufacturing, and it was an introductory course in herbalism, um, aromatherapy business, which was very important. They had a great uh, business tutor and nutrition. And just the idea was to give you a nice grounding in those four criteria, and then you could go and decide what you wanted to do from there. That's so like, like you used to had such a plan, like, I mean, you left Ireland, you came yep. to Nantucket, you, um, you know, without a plan, then no, not at a plan. 40, you said, I'm going to start a business. It sounds yeah. like you did some planning, obviously yeah. there, but it also sounds a little bit like you're a little bit of an adventuresome risk taker, would you say? I'm a cautious risk taker. I think what happens is I tend to overthink everything to, the, and then I just get annoyed at myself <laughs> and then I just, I love it. And then I just go, okay, this is ridiculous. You have to just go for it. And I think there was a lot of internal dialogue where I just felt like, okay, this is just stupid. I could just keep, you know, making excuses as to why I shouldn't do this. Right, right. And I'll be 50 before I get yeah, it done, yeah, right? Or, 10 years or, of wringing yeah, my hands. <laughs> yeah, or I'm not going to find the money that I need to do the course, or I'm not going to find yeah. the time to do the course. And there was... I mean, I'm glad there was 
a big leap of faith there and that I was naive in doing the course because I will say, I think if I knew how much time the course was going to take up, I probably would have found another excuse as to not to do it. So um, I... But how, I, how amazing that you... Um, in hindsight, you can look and go, oh my goodness, thank goodness, I actually wasn't thinking about that at the time, because look at what it has in part allowed you to create. I think that's what it was. I think what happened was I I, I just did it with, with a leap of faith and just thinking mm -hmm. that this will work out, this, this will happen. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I did have a full-time job, but I knew within the first week of doing the course, I thought, okay, I'm going to... I'm going to have to ask my boss if I could scale back a little bit um, on my work schedule, which she was very supportive. And oh, I that's think, nice. Yeah. And I think it was also when I started to do the course, it was September, which is when the island starts to get a little quieter around here. So we had just finished a very, very busy summer of doing lots of weddings and events. And so it was the perfect time to suddenly you know, do this course and the time was right. Um, but it was, I mean, I really threw myself into that course. I took it seriously, I will say. Well, thank um, you for sharing the name of it too, because um, yeah. you know, a lot of times we like to share those kinds of resources yeah. here on Indie Business Podcast. And so who was the amazing teacher in Ireland who referred you? So um, there's a clinic in called the Evergreen Clinic, which is in, in my hometown of Cork. Um, and it was a husband and wife team. And it was uh, Nicola Durrell, uh, Darrell is D-A-R-R-E-L-L. -L. And you can find both of them online. But um, even though it was an introductory course, looking back over my notes, I remember finding my notes, you know, when I started to, to mm -hmm. go back into school again here. And I was actually amazed at how good those notes were and how thorough she was. And I mean, it was kind of, kind of amazing actually uh, teaching experience. I don't think I really appreciated it as much as I do now as to how much um, she managed to maybe steer my, my, you know, my life and my course. I think at the time at 22, I was like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's so funny too, because I think in hindsight, all of our teachers sort of take on that level of reverence in our lives. Yeah. It usually happens in hindsight, kind of like our right. parents. It's like, wow, right. they were really smart. They helped me so much and I didn't even know it at the time. Right. Um, right. So bring us forward, um, Kira, to the time, you know, after you finished the course, you decided mm -hmm. to start a business, like when was that? And how did that process work out in your head? Like, did, were you like, I'm an entrepreneur, I need to have a business, skincare is just as good as any, or like, were you like super passionate about skincare and that was the business you knew you had to have? Um, I think I was definitely, I mean, I've been passionate about skincare since I was a teenager. I had a lot of problems with, with my skin as a teenager. I was the kid that used to walk around with the oatmeal mask on their face at like 14 and 15. <laughs> um, and so um, I noticed in my late 30s, early 40s, um, I was starting to get breakouts again. And I thought, okay, this is, this is kind of rem reminiscing of, uh, you know, being a teenager again, and I hated it. And I, then I started to notice I was having like food sensitivities and things like that. And then 
I started researching the products I was using, discovered, would you believe that I was actually allergic to chamomile? I mean, who's allergic to chamomile? <laughs> um, and so, um, yeah, I think it was, I was going through a very stressful time in my life. Uh, my husband and I, we had to move our business twice in two years. Um, so my skin was just going kind of crazy. Hormones were going crazy. Um, and I definitely, uh, looked to my skin to, to tell me what was, was happening. Um, and then, yeah, I always adored aromas. I started making things at home myself and, um, then, then I just thought, you know what, this is, this is what I should be doing. Um, I think I have had always an entrepreneurial spirit, mm-hmm. even though I actually find it kind of terrifying, I have to say. It's, <laughs> um, owning a business is definitely not for the faint-hearted, but, That's so uh, true. And, but I kind of felt like this was something of my own I wanted to start. I, I love the other side of, of of my life in terms of my business life with my husband because we do have this beautiful shop and I spend a lot of time there but I always felt that of that hit that that was his business because he started that before me and so I always felt like okay I need something of my own I need something to to call my own that I can just engross Mm -hmm. myself in um and what year was that when you started? So, so I, the, I started the business in, I had my first little pop-up in 2016, but I really feel like my, I didn't, I guess, yeah, I guess 2017 is when I really feel like my business really started. I started doing farmer's markets. I started doing mm-hmm. events. Uh, so yeah, I, you know, three and a half years old, I think I think of the business as being, yeah. So when you mentioned that you and your husband, you and your husband had other businesses before mm-hmm. this, like was yeah. that in the hospitality antiques arena? So we, um, I worked in the hospitality industry for uh, about 20 years or so, but um, my husband has had an antique shop on the island since 1990. And so um, I'm actually at that store uh three, four days a week. We're, we work seven days a week this time of year. It's, it's very tiring, but it's our season here on the island is very short. And so you really do feel like uh, you have to make hay while the sun is shining. Um, most people I know, I mean, that's, we definitely live very seasonally here. Um, and so I work with him three, four days a week. Um, believe it or not, he's the guy who wraps all my soaps. <laughs> oh, we love him. We, I, you know, just just hearing how lovely it is to have a supportive spouse. Yeah, yeah, which that is helps huge. you do whatever needs to be done in your business. That's just yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah, and it. I am ex- extremely grateful. He's the one that helps me pack up the car on Friday night before I do the market on uh-huh. Saturday morning. Helps me lay out the table, and then he you know, boogies away and he opens the shop. Um, but yeah, I honestly don't think I could do this without him in the same way that he thinks I, he couldn't run his business without me. So. so, so in terms of how your business is structured, like mm-hmm. you have, um, you have a store, 
mm-hmm. you have online sales off your website, right? And you also during market season, whatever mm-hmm. that means, and I'm yes. going to ask you like what that means exactly because it right. can be cyclical. I'm sure right. you have markets with people that are local, obviously there to you. And right. do you also wholesale your products? I have started to do more wholesale. There's a pharmacy here on Main Street that carries my products. Um, A lovely store called Gift and Box also carries my products here. Um, I actually, just last week, I got contacted by two different businesses um, on the mainland that want to carry my products in their stores, which I'm very excited about. Uh, one is a store in Boston and the other is a store on Cape Cod. Oh, how exciting. Um, like, do yeah. you know how they heard about you? Like, did the owner come to a market or but, did you reach out to them? Actually, that was the amazing part. Both of them contacted me because they had bought my products and loved them. Which, did they find your products online or at a market? Do you even know? So one of them bought, uh, the, the person in Boston bought it from a local, uh, the gift store that I just mentioned. And then the other person had uh, found me at the market. Oh, that's so exciting. So like which one came first, the stores, the markets, so, or uh, the online store? So uh, the online store was the first um, and sales were definitely small. Um, but I will say, um, I, I do listen to a very smart woman called Donna Maria, <laughs> who, who, who reminds me to send out newsletters <laughs> uh, when oh my I, goodness. yeah. And when I do send <laughs> out, <Someone's> listening. <laughs> and when I do send out newsletters, um, things do happen. Um, so I do have, uh, online sales. Um, then from there, I, started with the farmer's market and we have a wonderful, wonderful farmer's market. Um, It's a really lovely community of makers. They're extremely supportive, especially with this year, because we didn't, honestly, we didn't even know if we were going to have a farmer's market this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you actually having one? Like, did you, did you actually, were you able to physically have one? Yes. So they started them. I, the market was delayed by two weeks in June. So we missed our our markets in June, but as of uh, the beginning of July, I have been at my farmer's market selling every single Saturday and it will be that way on, unless, you know, something awful happens. Let's hope not um, until the middle of October. And Kira, how do you like selling at markets? Like I, I hear, um, you know, when we as makers were talking to each other, yeah. there are always some very strong feelings um, about markets. And be, I, I would imagine in large part because every market is different. Like some can be really amazing and some right. can be generally awful anyway, um, just yeah. depending on how they're run. But right. tell us a little bit about how you um, how you connect to that business model, basically like the market model and how you, uh, you know, how much you enjoy that, that's, you know, you have to move your things and right. it takes a little bit of extra time and commitment. Share with us a little bit about why you are committed to it and how it works for your business. So I, first of all, the, the market here is small and it's definitely one of these very sought after markets in terms of they don't accept a lot of makers. Um, they, they do, they're, they're pretty strict in who they allow in, in, in that they really want people who they feel like um, 
will contribute to, to, the, to the community in terms of sustainability. And um, also they want a commitment from people that when they say they're going to do the market, they're going to do the market. Um, but for me, at least, uh, it was very important and is still very important uh, as a way for me to meet new customers. Um, but what I love, and which happens a lot, which just like warms my heart, the amount of customers that come back to me every year when they're on vacation and not only will they come to my table like seeking me out because they want to you know buy my body oil or my soap but they will bring who is ever staying with them at their home to so me. they come back looking for you they come back looking for me but they also then introduce somebody new, new to people. my products which oh, is like wow the loveliest thing because i purposefully when i started this business I wanted my, my products to look like a gift. I wanted it to look like, you know, a lot of people are here on vacation. They want to buy something either special for themselves to bring home or as gifts for people. And so um, I wanted uh, my packaging to reflect that. And I just wanted it to look like when you got something from me that it was, it, it was a little gift. And so the amount of people that come to me and they, you know, I'll, I'll take out a little gift bag with some of my tissue paper and they just look at me and say, oh my God, this is the best. I don't have to go and buy, you know, a bag, tissue, a card. I'll even have, I even have little, little cards for people to write little messages on. Um, so it sounds like it's so much more than a product. It's really, it's an experience in terms of the tactile nature of what you're providing and also an experience in terms of interacting with you, the maker. Uh, totally. And I, I mean, people, it, it always just amazes me when, when people come to me and say, you know, I, you know, it's almost like I've become a little part of their vacation, which is kind of amazing. And, and the other makers at the market, um, you know, there's beautiful jewelers. Um, there's, there's, you know, fabulous farm stands, um, and I do think that our farmer's market really does add something to people's lives here that live here, but also people who are on vacation here. I mean, it's small, but I think it's a really beautiful little market. And um, do you stay in touch with the people who come to visit your markets every year? Do you stay in touch with them throughout the year by I, email? So that, that's what I try and do. Um, so, uh, I always have my business cards out, um, I always encourage them to sign up for my newsletter or um, uh, I started doing free shipping, which people love during, during the, the quarantine and pandemic here, which people absolutely loved um, because it just made it so easy mm -hmm. for them to, to be able to order. Um, and I bet your sales have been increased over last year during this time frame as well, in part because hugely. of that. Yeah, hugely. Yes, that's what I'm finding for, yeah. for all makers, like yeah. across the board, the ones who leveraged yeah. this time frame for online sales. Yeah. Um, I've heard figures as high as three and 400% with some of the members I work with. It's amazing. Yeah. And it, to be honest, it was, it was definitely, uh, you know, a little scary because I thought, um, of course, how can I make this really work? But at the time I, I remember when it happened, I was sitting, it was the end of March 
it was when it seemed like, you know, everything was just kind of spiraling out of control. And my husband and I just sat down at the couch and we just said, we, we have to figure this out both for my business and his business. And I just may, I remember, uh, I was, I just said, I'm going to do free shipping. I'm just going to, cause I knew people were going to be buying online a lot more. We were going to be up against, you know, Amazon and, and everything like that. And I thought I don't want to reduce my the cost of my goods i don't want to do sales i feel like i i'm very fairly priced i think my products are beautiful and i just thought i'm not going to go the sales route i'm not going to do because you know people then constantly expect sales i think yes absolutely and, and you i know, yeah shipping is huge like it's a hugely massive incentive yeah. for people from all walks of life yeah. And it was also a way for me to thank my customers because, you know, as soon as I, you know, contacted them and I said, you know, this is what I want to do. You know, I, I could tell people were instantly not only buying things from themselves, but the amount of people that bought for me that had me send gifts to people to thank them for. I think it was one day I was almost in tears. I, I was writing little personal notes in with bars of soap and, and boxes, little gift boxes, because people were sending my gifts to nurses and doctors and teachers. And I was just absolutely blown away. So, so are you finding now that, now that you've had this experience, are you finding um, the existence of a beautiful synergy between your market and your online uh, sales and customers and interactions? I definitely think so. I, I, it's, it's funny. I, I feel closer to my customers now than I ever have before. Um, I think just because they supported my business at a time when I really needed it. And I think a lot of makers kind of suddenly, you know, saw that from their customers and were really appreciative. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had people buy for me. I think they hadn't bought for me in like six or seven months. And as soon as I, the pandemic hit, I, I, I was amazed. It was like, um, and also, you know, this island is special to a lot of people. And I think they really missed it when, when we were quarantined here. And I think they just wanted something reminiscent of their time here. So getting a little parcel from me in the mail, you know, with one of my little postcards from the island meant a lot to people, um, which was lovely. But yeah, I definitely see a lovely synergy for sure between the people who visit me at the market. Like there was somebody last week said to me, um, you sent me um, some of your products uh, mm -hmm. in May and now I'm here. Like, I can't believe I'm back here and I'm seeing you, you know, you were lovely enough to send it to me in May or whatever. Um, you know, and they had brought right, their house right. guests with them, which was right. lovely. Yeah, and as great as it was for them to support you, if you think about it too, especially in the time of pandemic, your brand was mm -hmm. totally supporting them. Are you still there, Donna Marie? I think I lost yes. you a second, sorry. <laughs> yes, I know there was a little dead space there, but yeah, it's, it wasn't just them supporting you, it was you supporting them as yep. well. Yes, which is, yeah, which is, which is true. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a lovely thing. So the markets, the online, and it sounds like the wholesale is 
you know, slowly and organically really building itself out. And that is so exciting. So like, what is your favorite part about running your business? Like, what do you love the most? I think the love, the thing that I love the most is actually meeting my customers. Um, so without a market, like if, if there was no market or if, I mean, could you imagine your business one day being totally online and no market, no, no um, more in-person connection on a regular basis? What do you, have you ever thought about that? You know what, even if I didn't do the market every week, I would still want to do, there's enough events happening here, um, wellness events and things like that, where even if I was just to do four or five of those a year, that would be enough for me. Um, but but, okay. I, but I, I do feel like, I mean, I definitely want my online sales to be better, but um, I, I don't know. I, I think I would always need to feel like I need to meet my customer. I would need to be in front of them. I would need to talk to them, even if it was just to do the occasional pop-ups. Um, mm -hmm. But the wholesale, I, I purposefully wanted that to grow organically. I definitely didn't want to um, run before I could walk. So I'm glad it just has happened the way it has. And I definitely feel like this holiday season will be a challenge. We're not really quite sure if, if holiday markets will here on the island this year, will happen on the island this year, which I definitely have to rethink that whole thing because that's a huge chunk of my business. Um, yeah, we all have to be so flexible. But it sounds like because uh, of what you've been through during the spring and summer and how you've been able to leverage your in-person community to enhance online sales. Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like that little pivot is something that you can rinse and repeat in a little bit of a different way if you need to over the holidays. Right. And I, and I also, um, I'm hiring um, Niha from uh, Indie, Indie Business, a fellow indie maker, um, to update my website because I'd like her input. So I think to update my website and to make it flow a little better and to have little things there. And I'm also going to add some special things for the holidays. So and I hope you, all of that. Do you use Shopify? I do. Yeah. Okay. Do. Awesome. Cause Neha is such a genius at Shopify. Yeah. That's a smart move right there. And I love, love hearing that and working with her. And so did you start your business on Shopify, your online business, or did you migrate there from somewhere else? No, I actually, um, I had asked you. <laughs> Well, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I would have probably said Shopify. Yeah, yes, you did. Um, at the time, I was just looking because I wanted to set it up myself. And I have to say, it took me a long time. Um, they did make it sound like it was going to be a piece of cake and I'd have this online store set up in an hour, which did not happen. But I <laughs> that did, never happens. I know. It was, it, was, it was a lot of watching YouTube videos. But I mm -hmm. did set up the website myself. And I took all the awesome. photographs. I, everything on the website is yeah. mine. Um, well, speaking of photographs, Kira, let me just tell you, I go to Nantucket every time I go to your Instagram feed. Oh, thank you. Like, for that. Are you the photographer for the most part? Yeah, there? I do. I do. I'll do all my photography. I've never hired anybody to do anything. Okay. So, so here's the thing, like, I want your tips because here's what I notice when I go there. First mm -hmm. of all, I do see what you described earlier in terms of I see Nantucket there in large part because of that beautiful shade of teal, tealish yeah. kind of greenish blue yeah. that you use that mm -hmm. obviously matches the ocean. But 
I, I also feel like I'm there. Like I, there's an experience. It's not just beachy. It's not just mm-hmm. sunshine and, and, you know, you know, drinks and umbrellas. It's right. It's almost like I'm drawn into a, a, a book almost. Um, and so tell us a little bit about how you crafted that. Like, how does, is that intentional? Did it, did you teach yourself? Did you take a class? Because it really is quite beautiful. And I know that, you know, our listeners, whatever kind of experience they're trying to draw their uh, prospective customers into on Instagram could probably take some tips from how you do that. So I've always been a very visual person. Um, I definitely, that's just how my mind works. Um, I will say that from years of taking photographs uh, for Uh, my husband's shop, our shop, antique shop, I definitely have kind of figured out, I think in my head, what makes a good photograph, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm, But in -hmm. in terms of, it's funny, I, I didn't set out to consciously have my Instagram feed um, necessarily feel like, um, I want this to be very Nantuckety, if that makes sense. But um, I'll have my phone with me and I will be somewhere and it'll just say to me, oh my, right there, that's Nantucket, that little, that little vignette, that little gray house with, with, the, with the shingles and the, and the Rosa Rugosa growing is just so beautiful and that's so quintessentially here that I will snap it and take a picture of it. But I definitely feel like um, it has to be something that I'm drawn to. Um, I, it's, it's like when I do an Instagram post, I feel like when I do an Instagram post, it's when I feel like I need to say something as opposed to, I mean, it would be a lot better if I actually had a schedule where I thought, okay, set two days a week, I'm going to schedule myself to do an Instagram post. But for some reason, it works for me better when I feel like, okay, once a week, maybe when I feel like, okay, this, there's kind of something I feel mm-hmm. like I need to say mm-hmm. or show a picture of, then I will post something. I um, love that approach because it, it infuses yourself into the Instagram feed in a way that speaks for you. I think it's kind of obvious that there's no system actually. And I think that's a plus. Which, and I'm, I'm, I love that you notice that because other, you know, people who do this for a living would, you know, say that you need to be on a schedule, you need to be doing this. But what will happen is, you know, I'll be making something and it'll just like the, you know, I, the latest one that I did last week was, you know, I was just, I had waited months for these beautiful oils to arrive. And as I was stirring them, the sun was just hitting the oils. And I thought that looks gorgeous. I want to video that. And then that turned into a little Instagram video. Yes. And, you know, it's funny that you mention, um, you know, the systems versus more organic. And I love your thoughts on this, too, because I honestly, what I have discovered over the years, at least what I think I perceive is that it, it pretty much kind of depends on a person's personality and mm-hmm. also on the cycles of their lives. Because there are times in my life when I know I feel very system, system oriented. I feel yeah. cyclical. I feel yeah. like it has to be three times a week. And then there's other times when I'm like, oh, I just don't feel like posting. And two whole weeks will go by. And all of a sudden, I'll be like, I got to share that. And, and I think 
I think if we can relax a little bit, it's up, it's more fun. I think it's definitely more fun than always having everything systematized. But I think some people need it because their personalities just work better that way. What do you think? I, I definitely think so. And I, I'm definitely not somebody, I mean, there will be times when I might post something three times a week and it will feel right because it will be like, okay, this, this feels right this week. I want to post about this, this, and this. And then other times it'll be just more kind of fluid and flowy. And I just be like, you know what? I'm going to post when I feel like I want to post something. Um, and I think that's part of the freedom of having your own business. And I think it makes business yeah. fun because when you are the maker, like, you know, it's a lot of work. You're making mm -hmm. everything, you're packaging everything. You talked about writing little notes. You got to reorder the notes when you're running out. It's like, you don't have... Right. Um, a million people. I'm going to ask you in a second if you have help other than your husband, but it's not like you have this mass that you can push a button and two days later, a hundred note cards arrive, arrive on your desk. Right. You have to do something right. more. So being, I think, I think it shows through the internet when a business owner is infused into the brand in that way. And I think it's a plus when you're a maker. I think it's intangible yeah. though. I don't, it's hard to describe it, but you kind of know it when you see it. And I think it becomes mm -hmm. a part of the buying experience over time. I, I, to I totally agree with that. Yeah. I, it's funny because I, my family and friends in Ireland say that uh, when I post something, it's like they just go, oh, I just want to be there. Like, and, and I'm not mm -hmm. even posting that. I do to, that. Or, and, you know, to torture people going, oh, look how beautiful it is here. But it's... They, they, it does it for, for like five or 10 seconds. It just feels like they just are somewhere else. Just, you know, I um, definitely feel that with you. And you've probably noticed, like I've never met you before. And this mm -hmm. is actually our first time talking. Yeah. We've chatted about these pictures that you've been posting. I'm like, because I noticed when you go uh, to Ireland, when you go back to your home um, over the holidays, I'm like, Oh, you'll be in Ireland soon. I, I'm looking forward to all the holiday pictures. <laughs> Everything yeah, yeah, happening there. So let me let me ask you then, Kira. You know, your husband sounds like he's such an amazing support for your business, not just um, emotionally and you know mentally, but also in terms of doing things. Do you have other people that help you in your business, in you know, in a physical sense around you, or even virtually, like people like Neha who are helping you? So I don't, I do everything myself. I do the making, the packaging, the ordering, everything like that. Um, I do, obviously, indie business is very important to me. Um, well, thank you for saying that. Yeah, so that, uh, to have just somewhere where I can go as a maker and just, you know, get feedback on something is hugely important. Um I think that's really good for my head as well to just uh, be able to do that. But um, no, I've always, um, I mean, at the moment I'm small enough that I can, I say this mm -hmm. and I was up until midnight, you know, two, two Fridays ago, wrapping body oils. But, well, that but, happens. That yeah. Happens. So, um, so at the moment I feel like I'm happy with it just being me. I do have friends. They're very sweet. They always say that, you know, around the holidays, if they, if I need to have things wrapped or whatever, they'd be happy to um, do things like that for me. And I do, it's, it's funny. I do have a friend uh, who offers to do errands and things like that for me every so often. She's really sweet. Um, so 
other than that, no, I mean, I do everything myself. Um, and it's a challenge. And I do, I definitely am someone who has problems focusing. Uh, and I do get distracted. So I have to kind of hone that in. Um, but at the moment, yeah, it's just me. And I mean, maybe in the not too distant future, I could definitely maybe have more help or, you know, around holidays. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, but it's, yeah. I think when you have your own business, especially at this stage, you kind of want to mm -hmm. keep it all to yourself. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, it is special. I, yeah. And at some point I may have to get over that, but, but at the moment right now, it, it feels right to have it this way. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so, it's such a joy to, um, you know, business is business and, you know, we all, obviously when you're in business, you have to make a profit, but I, I, I and I love the idea of how you have combined that goal, obviously, to be mm -hmm. profitable in your business with how you have infused and incorporated yourself into it. So you have a nice balanced yeah. business that is focused on a lot of different things, none at the expense of others, it sounds like. Right, right. Yeah. Which That's is great. So yeah. mm -hmm, go ahead. No, I was going to say, which is, which is, what I want, you know, that that's what I want. Yeah. Oh, lovely. You have built a business around what you want, like drop the mic. That is it. Like, <laughs> that is just, to me, that is like the, the quintessential way to live as an entrepreneur is to build Absolutely. a business that delivers what you want your life to look like. And Absolutely. That's I totally agree. Bit. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. So Kira, as we close out, tell us like, what is like your best-selling product and what should we all run out and get right now? Well, I think my body oil is pretty special. Um, it's actually sold out uh, for the last three farmers markets. Um, so I'm actually having to make more uh, this week. Um, about it. So um, it's a beautiful blend of uh, several different uh, oils that I love. Um, Grapefruit, um, I'm sorry, grapeseed, um, almond, avocado, camellia, um, olive squalane is in there. But I also have four different essential oils. The, the aroma of the body oil was, was important to me because I just wanted it to, to just smell really delicious. And people really love it. Um, it tends to be something that sells well all year round, not just, uh, you know, during the summer mm -hmm. when people spend a lot of time on the beach and their skin is a little on the dry side. Yeah. But yeah. Um, a lot of people buy it at Christmas as their mm -hmm. Christmas gift for people, which is well, I'm looking at it on your website and I'm, I'm feeling a lot of citrusiness, like this yeah. and bergamot. It sounds just very uplifting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. And you know, body oil, like, did you say that on purpose? Like, I don't know if you know this body oil is my total weakness. Like, um, actually, actually I, I do, I do know that you love, um, body oil and, I and do. actually in the giveaway that I'm giving away, one is a body oil for the giveaway. And then the other one is for you. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're kidding. Well, I was just about to say, well, I'm giving the giveaway to me, but that was a joke. <laughs> that would have been a joke. Oh, but thank you so much. Well, you're you know, very welcome. I, I'm loving it. You guys, you heard it here. We are going to figure out a way for one of our listeners to win some of this amazing body oil. So you can have a piece of Nantucket in your home this season. 
Oh my goodness, Kira, you know, it's such a pleasure to get a chance to meet you and such a pleasure to hear more about how your brand has developed over the years. And I'm looking forward to, you know, where all this organic growth takes you. And as we close out, give us one piece of advice that you would give to another maker who would like to start a business, not just any business, Kira, but a business that reflects a certain experience that their buyers, that the, you know, the customers can have with the person behind the brand, something like you've done. What's your advice for someone that wants a business like that? I would say to uh, follow their passion um, and to really look at their products in terms of what they want to have the customer experience. I always say that I want my products to be something that I would love to buy. And so I don't put anything out there that I feel like um, I wouldn't want to be, you know, to, to proudly make or own or, or sell. So I, I would just say that and to just go for it. Yeah. And let me just make sure too, there's a re do you have a retail store that we can visit or I want to make sure um, I nail that. And um, I do, I do believe it or not, I have a little, I have a little table inside our antique store where people can actually buy my products. But the best place to, to buy my products is actually online at my website, purebodynantucket.com. Okay, so purebodynantucket.com, get your credit card out, get the body oil <laughs> and some other stuff. And then also follow on Instagram, also at purebodynantucket.com. And if yes. we are in your area, because who knows, like it's, some people mm -hmm. may be traveling. Um, where could we go to, in that store? What is the store where your products oh. are? Where we can check and see what the hours are and so forth. So the, the store is called the Antiques Depot. We're right across from the uh, Nantucket Yacht Club, right, right at downtown. And you can also find me from uh, mid-June to mid-October every Saturday at the Farmer's Market. Excellent. And is, I'm just, is the Antiques Depot your husband's antique shop? Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You know, I have to ask these questions because again, you know, the family business thing is so mm -hmm. important to me um, because, yeah. you know, I've for 20 years raised my kids and had a family business, but mm -hmm. I just am so excited to be able to share that because it's another indicator of the support that you provide for each other. And I bet it's just this wonderful weave, like a basket weave of, um, support and, and, you know, happiness in your relationship. So it's, it's, it's financial, it's business, but it's also personal and they're woven together into like this magic place in Nantucket. Um, I like to think it's pretty, pretty, a pretty yeah. magical little spot. So yeah, I definitely. Yeah, it's I've just like a chapter in a book. Like, I feel like I've just experienced a chapter in a book, like, like really like a chapter and a just like I'm picturing it all in my head, like the yacht club, the <laughs> antiques depot. Let's go over here. Let's have some cappuccino and then let's go buy some body oil from the go. farmer's market. It's like the perfect weekend. Mm -hmm. So um, gosh, we just have to figure out how to get there. Road yeah, trip, you, everyone. You, you definitely have to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll all we'll herd into the antiques depot and your husband will be like, where'd all these people come from? Well, we came to buy body oil. So start pouring now. <laughs> anyway, good to talk with you, Kara. Purebodynantucket.com. Follow on Instagram as well, you guys. Have a look. And if you're ever in Nantucket, I've just given you exactly what your marching orders are. <laughs>
Thanks so much, Kira. And we'll make sure we give away that body oil too. Okay. Thank you so much. This was a joy. Thank you. Same here. Bye now. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, I hope this episode of the Indie Business Podcast left you inspired, motivated, and excited about the future of your small business. I want to emphasize something Kiera said that I thought was very insightful. So often, we do not want to offer free shipping because shipping is such a huge expense. Kiera intentionally decided to offer free shipping for orders regardless of size, and she says that not only is it a great incentive generally, but it's also a super way to thank your customers for paying full price for your products. Kira says that she really does not like having sales. It's like a strategy not to ever have sales. And the incentive of free shipping brings people back over and over again when there is no sale. And they often refer their friends to her store simply because they will not have to pay for shipping even if they only purchase one item. I think this is something for all brands to consider, especially since having to pay for shipping is one of the chief reasons shoppers abandon their carts and do not return. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with someone you know and help spread the word. This podcast is about the revolution, the indie business revolution, where people are breaking the mold of traditional entrepreneurship and creating success on their own terms. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, won't you do me the honor of rating this podcast? It helps me so much to know that you appreciate the amazing people and stories featured here on the Indie Business Podcast. You can also share episodes from the blog at IndieBusinessNetwork.com to your favorite social media outlets. I will see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, Enjoy your life, build your business, and have your way.